to another episode of Turn of the Millennials. I'm Stephanie. I'm still Lindy. And today we are going to be following up from last week where we are now going into the daytime talk shows. Yeah, like the more kind of trashy ones where they're just super cringe now. But yet they were the morning talk shows, which is funny. So why was morning more trashy and cringier than afternoons? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. No idea. Uh, And also for those who don't know and aren't aware, we are actually in the same room together today. Lindy was doing some wedding stuff in town, so we decided to record in person yeah it's crunch time guys so oh 36 she's... days guys from recording anyway yeah so <laughs> oh my gosh what will it be when this is out a week two like weeks two weeks oh my gosh so that's like days, so it's minus six minus 30 26. days like it's gonna be like 22 days it'll be like 30 days it's two weeks it's 14 days yeah 36 but 36 to, to 26 is 10 minus four more is 22 Right. If you take fourteen minus thirty six, so if you take the sixteen off, that brings us down to tw- like twenty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess twenty two. Twenty two days. 22. Oh my god. Oh my okay. god. Oh my god. Okay. Anyways, let's talk oh. about this. Struggle talk shows. Uh, yes. Nerve talk shows. So actually, drink a drink. 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 Yes. We got off topic. We got off topic. So yes, actually, we got to post that on Instagram. Yeah. Because I forgot to post it with the show notes last time, and we'll just post them again on this one. But we'll post it on Instagram if y'all didn't see it. So first, we have to talk about. Our millennial moments. I feel like that in itself was a millennial moment because Lindy didn't even remember what was going on. She was just had a deadpan face for that. Oh my god! Sorry, guys, got a lot in my brain right now. (laughs) So, what is your millennial moment? Um, hold on, I forgot. I need to go back into my notes and remind myself of what they were. Um, um, la 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 la. I had kind of two good ones this week. Um. Okay, I don't know how we got onto this topic, but this guy at my work and I were talking about Harry Potter, and something came up that was troubling to me. Um, I'm roughly the same age as Aunt Petunia was, like, in the first few Harry Potters. That kind of made me just really fucking sad, (laughs) and just... Yeah. Yeah. So, does that technically make us older than James and Lily Potter? were when they died yeah they were 21 no no they're like if you go by actual chronological order based on like the fact that like the war happened in 97 yeah no um because technically harry and jay and lily or james and lily were about were like 2021 when they died okay. and they died in 1981 okay on halloween okay yeah i would kill it on that fucking harry potter <laughs> i would fucking kill it nice. um but yeah so they would be 23 years older than us probably 24 okay. years older than us oh wow Jeez. yeah so they'd be almost my parents age they'd be in their 60s Ooh. Mm. yeah yeah mm. 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 anyways old uh yeah on that my note. stepson called me 47 years old yesterday <laughs> his sister and my fiance his father laughed and joined in he made me made fun of me for my age because they know that I fucking hate it. They just get a rise out of me. So what I do? I fucking lock them out. Because <laughs> they were outside on the back deck. And I lock them out. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Suckers. And Aaron starts knocking on the door. And I my back is to the door. And I'm... Because I'm prepping dinner. Dare you insult a woman. And he knocks on the door. And I go, sorry, can't hear you. I'm old. 
and I made them all apologize good. before I let them back good, in. Good, good. You don't get to get off scot-free, y'all. You don't get off scot-free. No. What was your millennial moment? What so, made you feel fucking old? So we had two little millennial kind of moments this this, this week. Uh, the first one was actually a couple nights ago. Um, we were watching some old Ursher videos. Usher, 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 and the one of them was I think it was the "You Don't Have to Call" video with Chili in it, where she first appears. I believe it's that one where she first appears in uh, one of the Usher videos. And I was saying to um, our friend Adam was over that night, and I was saying how um, that was the catalyst of Usher and Chili's relationship, and then that's what basically prompted the confessions because they started dating. I basically I think after that video, and well, and he didn't realize that she was part of TLC. And then I was like, well, yeah, you know, TLC. Who didn't know? Our friend Adam. Okay. So I don't know if you've met him before. How um, old is he? 90, born in 90, I believe. So he's still kind of a millennial. He's a few years younger than he's us. He's like 32. 32, yeah. Early 30s. 32, okay. early 30s. Um, and then I was mentioning about how T-Boz left eye in Chile, and that's what TLC is. And he's like, wait, what? That's what TLC stands for? When I was little, I thought it was tender, loving care. <laughs> Which it does. It does stand for like, tender, tender, loving care. care. The channel yeah. was too. But at the same time, their names were yeah, T-Boz, T-Boz, Left, Left Eye, Eye, and Chili. And he yeah. was like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's what it stood for. So that was one of my millennial moments because I'm just so old. Uh, and then the other one. <laughs> that's kind of like the Waterfalls one that I had. Water, exactly. Yeah. Like the Waterfalls one. So the other one I had is me and Kevin were watching Simpsons. Mm-hmm. And we were watching some of the newer episodes. Yeah, yeah. They've been um, in the same year for fucking right, ever. Right? They like the funny thing is, is they don't grow up, but the show still changes with, with the what's years, going on yeah, in the times. It, yeah. And so for us, when it came, like I'm still thinking of Simpsons from the prime years in the '90s, like the '90s, 2000s. Mm-hmm. So when you flash back in the in there, they're going back to the '80s, the '70s when they go back. 10 years, 20 years, and stuff like that. So in my head, every time when they flash back in the Simpsons, 20 years is like the 70s, the you know, stuff like that. We were watching the other night, they flashed back six years, and it was like 2014 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And Barton, like, and Homer is a young guy, and this and that, and they're all in the technology. And I was like, but, and then I thought about it, and I was like, but 20 years ago, it's 2002. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I was just like, are you kidding me? Am I old enough that 2002 is now 20 years ago, which is the equivalent of, like, the 70s and the 90s? Yeah, like, when we were teenagers. Right? Like, but, I just, I'm feeling, it's, it made me feel, it, it was my millennial moment. Because I was like, also, like, the, how are the Simpsons never growing? Like, how are they, how are they back, going back? Homer's not, Homer's kay. born in, like, the 50s. Why are they flashing back yes, to being a kid because, in, like, 2012? Yes, because fucking, because he was a kid when he, like, his parents took him to Woodstock and he was still in diapers. Yes. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, because, like, Bart and Lisa were, were our, our age. Give or take. Give or take. Years. They're millennials, they, essentially. Yeah, they were probably born super early 80s. Bart, I think, maybe in 79, because he was already 10 in 1989 when the show was introduced on the Tracy Allman show. And she was 8, so she yeah. would have been, like, 81 So they they technically, when they flash back to Bart being, like, 5 years old, it should be, like, 1984. 85. Or 85. Or like, yeah. like, it shouldn't be 2014. Like, right. So, because then, because if you think of that one, it, it totally contradicts that episode where they leapt forward into 2010 when Lisa got married, well, almost got married to that British guy. Yeah. So that's like, how can she be in college, university, getting married and in 2010, yet she's only like four the years old? We watched. She didn't go to college apparently. 
they did a flash forward and she decided she got accepted to college, but she decided she wasn't going to go to college and she was working in the world. And I was like, okay, that's it. Uh, they've just, I understand it's cartoons, been on for so many years and you got to start making like pulling out the strings for plot lines, but at least get writers who watched it as a kid who can kind of keep the plot lines and the similar timelines and stuff like that. Like, yeah, Lisa went to college and she became the president. Like, I know like continuity is not like, their highest priority. No, I get it. But there should, it shouldn't be an afterthought. Yes. Or a missed afterthought, I should say. Right. So that was just a a millennial, a moment for me. For fans like, like, like this, like I can relate this to my frustration with the continuity with How I Met Your Mother. There's so much. And that's only eight, eight seasons. Nine. Nine seasons, sorry. Yeah. Nine seasons. Like that is. Not 30 something. Because like, I am not normal. Like I'm in my 29th time of watching this series. (laughs) I'm in, I'm in season eight right now, again. Um, but yeah, like, there's so much miscontinuity in it that they don't factor in when, whatever. Like, for example, there's an episode where Robin talks about how she never played team sports as a child because she's so independent and selfish. Yeah. Or whatever. She played tennis but never in pairs because whatever. But then in another episode, she flashes back to when she was, like, 14 and her hockey team won. And then her, her dad caught her kissing a boy and that's when he's like, I have no son. Like... <laughs> right so, so you don't have a son you have a daughter exactly. you have two fucking daughters um so but then they never talk about her ever again yeah and which katie, is another continuity another, katie like, was at the fucking wedding but she wasn't in the actual wedding episode when they actually got married it was yeah. she was in like the wedding um the wedding date she was in the hotel with her and they were playing they, hockey or whatever yeah and yeah. They're, they were watching um the, the wedding bride, the wedding bride two. too yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. so drink off topic um so um, so yeah. back to our actual topic, I guess, yes. at this point. So that's our millennium moments. Um, so we're talking, again, as we said, we were talking about the daytime talk shows. So these are the ones that were on basically before noon, uh, maybe started at six in the morning, some of them. Uh, basically mm-hmm. that whole entire six to 12 kind of block. Some were new shows. Some were, as we said, trashy. Some were celebrity interview talk shows. Some tried new formats, but uh, there was... Quite a plethora. There's a lot to choose from. A lot to choose from. So uh, the first I guess to start with is the guess the longest running one at this point, which is the Today Show oh, on yeah. NBC. Gotta say, never watched it. Like uh, literally, never watched. I it. I don't think I have either. It was an American one, so yeah. It and it's not to mention, like, I, I wasn't into news until like well after I graduated high school. Yes, like, yes. like, I really I, didn't give a shit about the news or current uh, like current things. Right before me and Kevin moved in together, like five years ago, I was definitely getting into Good Morning America a lot. I don't know why. I was just every morning I started watching Good yeah. Morning America. It was just like, it was I, so good. I started watching like Pulse twenty four, or I would have CTV, like yeah. CTV on or in the background or something. Not anymore. Fuck not you, anymore, CTV. Yeah. Screw you. CTV. Team Lisa. Um, so, See, yeah, TV I was now. Like, yeah, Team Lisa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which will come up later because yes. she was the host of one of yes, our she'll come up shows. Later. Um, so, yeah, like I didn't really get into watching news until like probably well in my late teens, early 20s. Yeah. So, I really cared about what's going on in the world. Right. So, this was on NBC. It's the longest running daytime and longest running U.S. series. Started in 1953, and it's still going today. That was two years before my parents were born. That tells you how old this show oh, is. <laughs> so the current hosts, as it stands, because obviously being on from 59, 53, <laughs> 53, you've had many, many hosts over the years. Oh, I'm yeah. trying to name them all. It's just, it's just Way too, too many. Um, so uh, their current hosts are Savannah Guthrie, Hoda Kotb, I think is how you say her name. Um, Al Roker, Craig Melvin, Carson Daly. Good for Carson. Yay, Carson. Um, Does he who, still paint his nails? 
Uh, no, as we all knew him. If we go back to the old one, uh, TRL, which we actually didn't really mention. On no, the we last did not. One, which TRL shout out to Carson Daly. Mm-hmm. So he, he mentions in both of them. Um, Chanel Jones, Dylan Dreyer, and Jenna Bush Hager, who is I looked up W's daughter. Yeah, please don't know W Bush. Barbara's twin, right? Barbara's yeah. twin. Um, they were the ones that were caught uh, drinking underage in yeah. Mexico. Or they were. Something, they were made. There was a really great episode of Robot Chicken, like parroting them. Fucking hilarious. Because they were, yeah, they were underage drinking while their father was president. And it was, it was hilarious. Good times. Good times in that in those days. Oh, man. Um, yeah, again, this one mostly centered around like news, talk, entertainment. They'd have live guests, celebrities, mm-hmm. and things like that. Just a general kind of yeah. I don't morning news show. I'd only watch the type of news shows like this when they had like my favorite bands playing. Yes, because sometimes these ones they were uh, based out of New York, and sometimes they'd have uh, like in the summertime concert series yeah. and things like that, where they'd have a stage set up outside, and people they kind of shut down a street and big artist or a new upcoming artist would come in and perform and they'd have a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's so Good Morning America. I'd actually, I don't think I had, I didn't put Good Morning America on my list here, but <gasps> I was surprised I didn't. How oh, dare no. I? Oh my Jesus. How dare you? So, I don't have much information on Good Morning America about the stats right now. I'll look for it. <laughs> uh, next we have. Google it. We'll Google it. Uh, so next we have Maury Povich. Uh, <laughs> love Maury Povich. I did love Maury Povich as well. So this Loved one, it. And I loved it when it moved it to four o'clock so then I could watch it every day. Yes. So this Or it was on at 11 and four. It was the same episode. Yes. So yeah. there was a couple of different, because I think it was a syndicated show, so they yes. could kind of play it whenever they wanted. So some of these they, were, they taped several episodes in like yes. one day. And some of yeah. these were like only like, so say today, today's show in Good Morning America, they were usually recorded live every day. These yes. other ones were recorded usually with a studio audience. Yeah. Um, and they were syndicated so you could see the same one maybe a couple of times. Maybe even different, you'd see it on different stations as well. Yep. Like yep. different entities and that different. So it was, it was all the time you like, oh, sweet, it's on again. And then you flick on, it's like the same episode. I'm like, well, oh, awesome. Or sometimes awesome. they'd have like two or three episodes in a row. Yeah. yeah like it was, yeah. There was you are not the father. <laughs> so this ran from 91 until today. It is mm-hmm. still uh, going. It has been renewed through season, through the 21 to 22 season. So as of right now, it is still renewed. It is a tabloid, classified as a tabloid talk show. It was NBC originally and i guess now it's been syndicated on all the other ones mm-hmm. so again like i said you are not the father um episode is kind of the mainstay of the show mm-hmm. nowadays it seems to be one of the more popular ones yeah uh, other tropes or episodes or themes that they have done in the past was teen pregnancy cheating makeovers uh little people in the early years they had the drag queens of the guess oh, which yeah, one was a man and, oh my god woman. like in hindsight this is so awful it's kind of like that fucking line in how i met your mother where they're just like hey there's a bunch of swimsuit models downstairs you want to go play who's hot and who's scott yeah oh yeah like that's awful that's so fucking awful right that's awful so yeah i much preferred the episodes with the troubled teens i was about to bring that one up as well mm-hmm. as one of kind of the last ones is the troubled teens because as we kind of said in the last episode we've kind of learned that now this troubled teen sector has actually kind of come out as not so cool because they send them to all of these schools that actually abused the children instead mm-hmm. of actually helped them yeah so that but this was one of the cases they would have these drill sergeants come in and some of them were kind of funny like uh, they but yeah well there was one that was a recurring one that came on a lot i don't remember his name or anything yes but there was one that was like i don't know if i mentioned it in the last episode where um the kid was probably about 10 or 11 and the drill sergeant came out and like was like you know doing drill sergeanty things in your face or whatever yeah. and 
Uh, he eventually got to like, um, like, oh, you don't want me to, or like, he asked me, like, you want me to be your daddy? And he goes, and unexpectedly, the kid says yes. Yeah. And he's I, like, what, yeah. you want me to be your daddy? And he goes, well, yeah, because I don't, I don't have one and I want a father. Yeah. And it broke everybody's heart. Right. It was just, it was heart crushing. And he gave him a hug and I hope that little kid is doing well now. Right. And then I think also maybe, I don't know what, like, in that one of those moments, it's like, maybe these troubled kids aren't. It kind of makes they're you star for attention. There's things they're like this. It's for their a environment that they're coming up in, and sometimes it might not even be the fault of their parents. It might. It could just be like their their generational circumstance. Yep. Like it's there's or just yeah, yeah just the the poverty cycle that happens unfortunately in the states. You, yeah. You get born into it, and it's sometimes it's very hard to get out of it because the system very there difficult. Yeah. Makes it's it hard. Very to expensive to be poor. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's but. Yeah, like, I really like those episodes. And I did like the makeover episodes, too. Just... I, like, I always love makeover episodes. Yeah. Because it makes... A, you see how, how how nice the person feels afterwards. They're always so more happier and just more confident about themselves. And yeah. just... Those are always great. Or, like, the teenager girls that come on are, that are, like, 13 and 14. And they're just like, I want to get it pregnant as soon as possible. And blah, 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 blah. And they dumb them down. Like, not dumb them, but they, like, and uh, dull they... down their their sexy clothes and put them into normal age-appropriate Well, not only clothes. that, but they will fucking like challenge them to they'll test their parenting skills they will give them real fucking babies and be like you need to take care of them for 24 hours mind you their real parents are standing by like they're on scene like they're there yeah um but they're there to catch like i remember one where the mom stopped the girl she was actually a teen mom and her baby was being used in this experiment yeah and the girl went to go change her diaper and she screamed stop she you never ever wipe a baby girl from butt to vagina like it was like the and the girl was like, Well, why? Yeah. What? You are female. You are 14 years old. Do you not know how to wipe yourself? Seriously. Apparently not. Oh my god. I was just like, okay, yeah, no, some people just need to not ever fucking procreate. <laughs> ever. Uh, That's what I get out of that show. Right? Yes. Yeah. There is, but then they learn. At least it kind of kills your your spirit for humanity. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of these shows just kill your spirit for humanity, we've learned. And that they were entertainment forever, which is unfortunate. So <laughs> next we have the ever famous red glassed woman, oh, Sally Jesse Raphael. Jesse Raphael. Yes. So just like Oprah, another forefronter legend. in legend forefront in the talk show industry. Mm-hmm. She ran from 83 to 2002 on ABC. It was originally 30 minutes in her local St. Louis show when she started in 83. Then lately when she was picked up by, you know, everyone, it went to an hour. She's one of the first audience participation issue-driven talk show with a female host. Uh, They said that she possibly predated Oprah by about three years, Mm -hmm. give or take. Um, She covered topics like extreme religious beliefs, pregnant out-of-control teens to hypnotists and drag queens, some of them actually Sally impersonators. Mm-hmm. So that's, I so remember those. Right? So yeah. that to her is like, that's an homage. Like, you you want to be me? Yeah. Like, that that's amazing. And you yeah. know, bring them on there. And Because what is um, what is that saying? Um, a flattery or impersonation is the biggest form of flattery? Yes. Yeah. Uh, flattery, impersonation is the biggest yes. form of flattery. Yes. Yes, they do say that. Um, uh, she also has highest rated. Oh, sorry. The highest rated episode was dedicated to women with large breasts. 
So again, that tells you. I don't know exactly what I just. I didn't say what the episode was about. I didn't check it. You. Yeah. For those that can't see my face right now, my eyebrows are like in my hairline. Yeah. Like, what? So I don't know if it was a, highest rated episode. I don't know what it was, but I didn't take a look. I was looking this. I saw this information this morning when I was looking a little bit more into some of these. So I didn't see the episode. I just saw this on Wikipedia. But it said that yeah, that was the highest. And I have a question mark myself to be like large breasts. Is it because, like, I don't know if she was doing it from the health perspective of women with large breasts or the exploitative perspective of large breasts and people just want, like, you know, men wanting to oogle over large breasts. Uh, I'm going to say the majority of their audience is probably men. Right. Because, like, women with excessively large breasts, it is an actual health issue. Like, you get crappy backs and you get shitty shoulders. It gets incredibly painful. It gets painful and things and stuff. So, I like, I can understand, but at the same time, a weird thing to happen. Yeah. So... Yeah, Sally Jesse. So she's she was she wasn't too trashy, but I guess she yeah, had some... she was she was probably one of the less trashy ones. Yeah, because she still came from kind of that news background, so I feel like she's still like wanted, journalistic, journalistic type. background. So yeah. she still wanted to get like hard hitting things. Whereas, but... and I think like. The, re- the rest of them kind of were more geared toward like ratings and shit. Ratings. Like just getting ratings, yeah. yeah. Out- outrageous topics. I mean, all shows are always about getting ratings or else you get canceled. No oh, yeah. I mean, ratings are important when you're, you know, your work is a TV show, but... I mean... How do you get the ratings? Like, do you get it from... That's why I think like immediate, from like, good... Yeah, that's why... Good like, journalism, good... Evil. Yeah. The things they're willing to do for money is disgusting. I mean, they are getting better for some things, like some of the bad things in Hollywood, like the Weinstein things are starting to come out, but there are still some terrible... Like, it's getting fixed and, like, better late than never, but fuck, did that take a long time. Right, right. Way too long. Way too long. So, I guess if we're talking about exploitativeness, we're going to go next to two that were kind of a little bit on the... Exploitative, yeah. Ricky Lake. Exploitative, yeah. Yeah, where it ran from ninety three to two thousand and four, and then they try to bring it back again in my paper straw is soggy two thousand and twelve to twenty thirteen. No, Ricky, Ricky, chance obviously. Oh my gosh, yes, Ricky. Um, it was aimed more at like the younger crowd versus the stay at home mom. Yeah, it was kind of more for like a teenager. I would or the say. college university or college university. Crowd. Yeah, because they not they didn't all want to watch like the live with Regis or all of these other sort of because they weren't dealing with like the life issues that their guests were dealing with at the time. The topic they were talking about it didn't it wasn't relative to them. Yeah, they wanted more fun, silly something they could relate to. Yeah. Or yeah. So one of the things I've I know there's one episode that you were talking about, but this one I just want to talk about because I found this on Google and nowadays it just makes me laugh. So during a show involving marijuana, oh no, she learned that three guests were using the substance <gasps> just moments after they walked onto the set as she was about to interview them. Oh my god, dear lord. That's <gasps> catastrophic. Catastrophic. My god, the um, tragic. Uh, I don't know some of the other things, but what was, there was the one that you were watching. Oh, my God. The one where um, boys want to be girls and how their families feel about it. And <sighs> this one just fucking broke my heart because, like, I'm watching it and I could only get through, like, the first guest, really. Yeah. Because, um, like, it was parents just being completely insensitive. Like, this would not fucking fly today. No fucking way. Yeah. But the episode I watched was from 1999. And... um. It was about, like, the parents being like, I have a son, not a daughter, and blah, 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 blah. I will never call him her. I will never call my son Sean, like, Stephanie. Like, I will never 
adhere like nowadays oh my god like you deny your child for who they are and guess what you're gonna get fucking publicly shamed like you should get fucking flogged for it Mm -hmm. but i guess back in the late 90s it was completely acceptable because you want to know why because this fucking audience was cheering on these fucking parents bigotry but then they would also cheer on the child the um the woman who like the boy who wants to be the woman um they would cheer her on like when she would stand up for herself to her parents Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you guys are completely inconsistent, and it's ridiculous. Like, like, you, like when I was telling you this story, you yep. were like, they might have like an applause sign or whatever. Yep. And I'm just like, that is just like so. Like, if I was in that audience, like, oh my god, I would have stood up in the middle of the table and I'd be like, you guys all should be fucking ashamed of yourselves. Like, how dare you not love your child regardless of who they fucking are? Yeah. Sully wants to wear a dress. Big fucking deal. So if you go like, on to, I had to leave this open. Actually, I think that's the reason why I didn't have. I notes. just, I had to like. Yeah. I, when I was looking at this this morning on Wikipedia, there was just such... They ha- even had a huge section of topicality versus the other ones were like, they hit topics from this, 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 and this. Little small list. This one had its own, like, four, three, four paragraph section on the topicality of Ricky Lake. Because there were, you know, your basic things where it was like, like I said, parenting skills, um, LGBTQ issues, discrimination, same-sex couples who want to have children, or straight people attracted to a person who's of LGBTQ, blah, blah, blah. Racism and prejudice um, and all these different things. So they, it says they also had lighter topics like contests, female impersonators, beauticians for those who want to prove that they don't have talent, celebrity guests and reunions. But some of the more crazy, ridiculous ones here. So it said in the first season, she had a confrontation where the Reverend Fred Phelps of the Westboro Baptist oh. Church decided he was targeting anyone who carries AIDS the virus and why they deserve to die. There was another um, episode where or episode where she dealt with women who were members of the Ku Klux Klan. Um, so just there's it was it was kind of all over the place on you know I what she did. It sounds to me like the majority of her topics were chosen for shock value. Yes, which isn't surprising. I mean that's something that Jerry Springer did up until they started to just make shit up. Oh my god. But- <laughs> Uh, sorry, Kevin. You should have seen the look she just fucking gave me. Kevin showed me a video just before you came over about Jerry Springer, and it was the one where it was a white girl who was dating a black man, and he's like, she's like, how dare you tell me he's a black man? Why didn't you tell me you were black? And I was like, this has got to be made, like, is this really a topic? It was a Jerry Springer episode. It was a Jerry Springer episode. So, like, I'm like... You're it's, a white girl who's acting as if you didn't know the guy you've been dating for the last however many months was black, and I was just I were was they like, like online dating? Like were they? Not. Like, she, she was. She was sitting right beside him, and he's like, "Did you know he's black?" And she has this big shock, like, "How dare you not tell me you were black to him?" And I was like, "But you're so like." Gary Springer just got ridiculous. That doesn't make any like, fucking sense. Yeah, like, they at got, all. They went out of like town making up stuff to an end. At least Ricky Lake kind of kept it, I guess. Real ish. Real ish. Like they were. That's why I love the word ish. <laughs> <laughs> like they were real issues that were going on. Like they weren't, but they weren't good issues. But yeah. they were real things. They weren't literally made up topics and actors just atrociousness. Just. God awful. Yeah, god awful. So <laughs> next on our list, we've got Jenny Jones, which ran from 91 to 03. I like Jenny Jones. I did like Jenny Jones for a bit. I was always interested to see what kind of hairstyle she was going to have yes. the day. And then towards <laughs> the end of it, I kind of stopped watching it because it was getting a little bit yep. more trashier. Yep. 
Um, and then there was the whole scandal of being sued over the secret crush on you episode and the murder of Scott Amador. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that I'm a gay man and I have a secret crush on a straight man. And the straight yeah. man was ups- uh, upset that he this was... Generous. He was, like, humiliated on um, public television. So a couple of days... A couple hours or a couple of days later or something went and shot the guy, unfortunately, yeah, which terrible. Yeah. Um, actually, it originally began as a talk show format like Oprah, but she had low ratings in her first two seasons. So that's why they moved away from the serious and went to salacious. It's unfortunate. Again, as we said, ratings is the it's gross. The big factor. Sex sells, gross. right? Yeah. So sex and scandal sells. Yeah. Um, the next one I just had on here just because, again, it was a long-running one, but I didn't watch it, but I think I remember my grandma watching it. Donahue? Oh, yeah. My mom and I watched it a bit. Yes. So, I do... So, if it start, ran from 67 to 96. Yeah. So, that's a long run. That's not like 30... Almost a 30-year run. I feel like, like, Donahue was kind of like a Maury Povich and Oprah com- combination. Kind usually, of. Usually covered deep topics and guests. Um, 1984, he actually introduced viewers to the hip-hop culture because he had an episode about breakdancing. Sweet. So yeah, he's kind of yeah. He was one Thanks, of the Phil. Right. I only remember like to me like I said because in the sixties clearly he was a younger man. To mm-hmm. me, Phil Donahue was only the the white haired man like that with the, the big glasses. With the big glasses. Yeah. That's the Phil Donahue I know. Like I'm he not... was old when I was a kid. Like... Exactly. So <laughs> I don't know what he would have looked like in his prime. I'm sure he was very good looking man yeah. and was great host. Um, but yeah, I just remember like so my grandma watched. Yeah, that I remember one. I like my mom watched it, so I'd watch it with her. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like we like '96 kind of went off air, so like there, we had a few years of of him in our in our radar. Mm-hmm. And then next we have I know I think I remember you watching this one quite a bit, Montel Williams. Yeah, I watched Montel Williams. A I lot. remember you watching that one a lot. And I, I liked Montel Grandma. because he like went based on inspirational stories. Yes, he was he was more of one of like the positive talk show hosts. Like, did he have like questionable topics? Maybe. Sometimes, maybe. I don't particularly remember any specific episodes, but I do remember him, like, being, like, a people's person. Yes. Like, he was articulate. He knew how to talk. He was sympathetic. Like, he got down on, like, on the client or on the guest's, like, level. Yeah. And he had great bedside manner. Like, he was... He started in 91, so in a time when it is a white-dominated field, he was a black man hosting a show. He ran from 91 to 08 on uh, CBS, so he actually had... 4,325 episodes and 17 seasons. Congrats, bro. Good for you, Montel. Um, it started out uh, like most tabloid talk shows, actually. So mm-hmm. uh, started out sort of kind of trashy-ish, but not too. But then, yes, transitioned to the more inspirational stories like Finding Lost Loves, reuni- re- Reuniting Moms with Adopted Kids. Um, and then he had some episodes about MS because as mm-hmm. being a sufferer himself, yep. wanted to, you know, bring focus and awareness to this disease. Mm-hmm. And then he also would have on Wednesdays and then also on the new year, Sylvia Brown. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. So I remember come that. On a lot of Wednesdays and do uh, psychic readings for guests. Canadians or, couldn't call. Yeah, and such Canadians couldn't call. <laughs> um, do it for like people calling in or just guests who were in the studio. And then yeah. except every new year, she would do the predictions. Which yeah, it was always my favorite episode. She would do the predictions. How often was she right? There was a, quite a few times that she'd be right. Like, I, and that's the thing. She, they would show her predictions from the previous years, and we'll and see then see what she what got she, right, yeah. what she got wrong, or, what, or not really what she got wrong, what she got right, and then she'd give her predictions for the next year. Yeah, I I love those episodes. Those ones were always those ones were good. Yeah, yeah, Montel. We love you, Montel. Yeah, Montel, you, you were, were awesome. Of, you were one of the good ones. You helped us become who we are. So right? thank you for that. Thank you for that. Um, next we have, I know my sister loved this one. That's why I watched this one was Lisa. I don't know if you remember that one. Yes. 
93 to 2000. Yes. 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 She was kind of a little, she was like a more dark. I honestly cannot picture her or her set or anything like that, but I, I absolutely remember Lisa. Like, I remember the name. My sister used to, I remember my sister used to watch. As soon as you show me a picture of it. All the time. Gibbons, I knew that was her last name. Yes. Yes. She does look very familiar, yes. Um, it was on NBC, except ran from 93 to 2000. It was originally hosted with Lisa Gibbons and John Tesh. Um, but then... Shut up! Yeah. Like, the John Tesh? The John Tesh. That's fucking cool. Yeah, but then seven months into it... Um, I love the John left. Tesh show. Oh, no, me too. <laughs> um, he left within seven months, and then, uh, so it just became the Lisa show. Originally, it was a celebrity interview show when he was on it, so kind of like a, mm-hmm. you know, like a lot of that stuff kind of at the time, a you know, girl guy, co-host, talk, celeb talk show. Mm-hmm. But then when it became her, it kind of went to more current events, crime stories, uh, celeb stories, just, you know, all around talk show hosts. Yeah, mm-hmm. she is right there, actually, on her show. Do you know what I like? I don't know if it was Lisa or if it was, uh, like, one of the other ones, but I like the ones where they would get a letter or something from, like, a woman who thinks her husband's cheating or vice versa. Yeah. And they'd get, like, a private eye to follow them, and then they would, like, reveal everything, like, on the show, and then, like, the spouse, like, got caught cheating, would get super fucking mad and just, <laughs> how could you do this to me, and blah, blah, blah. Like, uh, no, you're the fucking moron. You're, yeah, you're the idiot. You're the moron. It's your own fault for getting caught. Like, yeah. Or even for just doing it to begin doing with. Doing it to get caught. Like, like, you're not mad, like, you got mad because you got caught. Yeah, like, you got mad because you got caught, and you should have just done it in general. Yeah. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> so next on our list, um, this one has had many, 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 many iterations. It's the Live With series. Oh, yes. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so we have Live With Regis and Kathy Lee from 83 to 2000. Live With Regis from 2000 to 2001. Because Kathy Lee had been fired, I believe it was, or she Which left. Ed- I don't, I keep, either way, Kathy Lee had an exit. I'm going to find You're out. You're going to find out. In one second, yeah. Then we had live with Regis and Kelly from 2001 to 2011. And then Regis retired because he was doing it from 83 to 2011. That's a long time, guys. Then we had live with Kelly from 2001 to 2012, or sorry, 2011 to 2012. And then again in 2016 and 2017 when coasts kind of switch around. Then it was live with Kelly and Michael Strahan from 12 to 16. Then now we have live with Kelly and Ryan from since 2017, and it is still going, and that is on ABC. Basically, it looks like she left just, like, because her Regis just couldn't get along anymore. Okay. I guess. There was just some issues between the two of them, so she just exited herself. Mm -hmm. And then she was later on the Today Show with, I remember, the Hoda Kotb. Is Regis dead? Did Regis Philbin die? In 2020? I hold, 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 hold. What? I, I didn't. I, I, I don't I think I can't remember. So, um, while you look at that, that's so disappointing. Oh. Cause of um, death. Yeah, what the fuck? Died July 24th of 2020. Huh. Oh, poor Regis. Oh. Well, we, we didn't. Hmm. I'm sorry, we didn't remember that. Xavier Philbin. Welcome. Mm. Francis um, Xavier. Francis Xavier. Charles Xavier. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Heart attack due to coronary artery disease. Well, how old did it say he was? 88. Yeah. He was, he, he was mm-hmm. old. Oh, speaking of R.I.P. the Queen. R.I.P. the Queen. Yes, we yeah. did not mention. This is true. She has passed just recently. I honestly thought she days. was going to outlive us all. I did too. I thought she was a cockroach and going to be up there. <laughs> Keith Richards and never yeah. die. Yeah. However, Betty White did beat her. Yeah. Score so, 99. Score 99. 96. Instead of 96. 
Good for you, Betty. Good for you. Um, so yeah, ABC was a morning celebrity talk show. Uh, when I was reading on it, actually, Gelman, you know, good old Gelman. Oh, Gelman. Uh, was said the concept is kind of like a husband and wife chit chatting over their morning coffee. I can see that. Right. Yep. So that was the base. The base. I watched it sometimes. I, I wasn't like I wasn't an avid fan or anything, but I I watched it. Like, I would catch it. Good interviews, or if there was nothing, nothing on, on sometimes, yeah. or like just in a background. Because it was usually on at like nine. It was the I nine think. to ten. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was because the nine to ten. When we get to uh, Canada AM, I got a story about Regis and that. So it was the nine o'clock, nine to ten o'clock hour. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm intrigued. All right. Intrigued. Yes. Something to look forward to. Yes. Um. Next, we had Geraldo. 87 to 98 on that CBS. That I called Geraldo, Geraldo for the longest fucking time. Yes, yes. Like, I would not believe my mom when she told me the G is pronounced like an H. I was just like, that is stupid. It doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> and like, then you found out, and it's like, oh. Oh, yeah, and then I found out about silent letters. And, uh, yeah, silent letters yeah. and, you know, different languages, pronouncing them different stupid. way as well, and, you know. Like, so. pneumonia? Like, why does it have a P? Why does it have a silent P? Why does knife have a silent K? Lasagna. Like, what the fuck? Anyways, so it was a tabloid talk show. Uh, oh, yeah, take was, a drink. We got off topic. Yeah, we did. <laughs> he was very journal. Geraldo was more very journalistic, I found. Yeah. Because um, even after he left the show, he was still on He was more to, like, true stories and, and things yes, like that, that, were, that caught news articles and things like... Yes, he was, yeah. and even after he after his show was over, and he, he was cover, on a lot of news coverage. He would he would, he would also cover um like world events. Like I'm pretty sure he had an episode when the O.J. Simpson thing happened, when John Benet Ramsey was killed. Uh-huh. Like he had, um, I'm pretty sure that he had like um, so, Timothy McVeigh's lawyer on at one point or something. Like he was very involved in like the world, like what was like world, world called like current events. Yeah, more uh, so two- than any other. I feel. The two that I noted from Wikipedia that I just found were very kind of intriguing because uh, I believe I kind of... And his fucking mustache is yes, legendary. legendary mustache. Like, if, if you're not talking about Tom Selleck, like, you we're are talking, talking about, about her, Argo Rivera. Yeah. yeah. So, in 88, um, there was a very controversial racism, racism episode. He had um, a skinhead organization and then a black and Jewish activist on the show. Um, and an incident, I think I remember that. right? Yeah, because you will. An incident had happened, and then so like uh, one of the guys said something. Uh, the black activist went over and kind of uh, started a, a little bit of a fight, and so a full brawl ensued. And then a bunch of security, Geraldo had to get involved, and a chair was actually thrown at Geraldo. So you probably remember that particular I video do. or image. So I forgot about that. That's why I had to remember. So I'm like, I remember this image, and he suffered a nasal fracture from getting. I so fucking remember that. Yes, getting... it's like you opened a file in my. Right, bam! Right, Geraldo facts. Right, Geraldo facts. And then also another episode where he had a scuffle with a KKK member in 1982. Um, I was like eight, so I don't think I remember that. Yeah, I don't probably wasn't watching it. The other one was in '88, the controversial. But I just remember that that had been shown many times. Like that image, but I feel like that is a flashback of like historical moments of our society. Yeah, I think that that that. was shocking enough that that imprinted in my little brain. Yes, I agree. Because what 1988, I was five, so I was still like I was in kindergarten half day. Yeah, so I would have been home watching shit like this with my mom. Exactly. Um, so yeah, again, his mustache. Because we watched was, inappropriate things when we were children in the eighties and nineties. We were latchkey kids. We were watching very inappropriate things. I think I what was it ninety four when Jason Goes to Hell came out and I watched it. I was, I was ten. I was nine and I watched. It. I was ten when I saw that. Like, <laughs> not good, not good, guys, not good. Um, we rented it for all of our cousins, and I was not even the youngest cousin. Someone else had rented it. And we just decided <laughs> to watch it because we were living in an uh, apartment building, and yeah. he was the landlord kid. So 
we went to their apartment and no parents were home we watched it or something like that. It was hilarious. Uh, uh, off topic drink. So next <laughs> we have Donnie and Marie. Oh, I love Donnie and Marie. I loved this one too. I love Donnie and Marie. Ran from 98 to 2000. I had a thing for Donnie when I was younger. My mom loved Donnie when... It's the teeth. Well, also, he was a Mormon, and because we and were a Mormon, she I, kind of had that extra love for him, but I, she had a big thing for Donny Osmond. I, I was probably about eighth grade around the time that um, I fell in love with Joseph and the Amazing Tucker Dream Coat. Yes, because we were five. yep. Because we were doing the, the musical in my school in, like, the eighth grade, seventh or eighth grade, and I was in the choir. As soon as Donny Osmond was in something, it was on my mom's radar, and I knew about it. Yeah, and Donny <laughs> Osmond, as... Most of you would know played Joseph in the Broadway rendition of the Amazing Tech Dream Coat. And so like my dad fucking rented me the soundtrack from the library mm-hmm. and he recorded on a tape cassette the soundtrack for yeah, me. Yeah. And I was yeah. There's your millennial moment right there. Oh, there you go. And then like yeah, and so like I listened to it incessantly and so then Donnie Marie came out with a fucking t- talk show. It occupied so much of my time. Mm. Oh. I, I taped it, like <laughs> just because it's hilarious. In this particular moment, when I was listening to one of the episodes of Formidable Opponents this week, their particular word for these was called euphoric recall. Euphoric recall, I like that. Right, that's a good word. That is guys. a good word. And I was like, I had to tell Lindy this, and then because we're yeah. doing like we're having it so bad right now, such <laughs> bad euphoric recall. I was like, I have to tell her. I have to say it. <laughs> that's a good idea. Let's do that, Bear. Right. <laughs> so um, next, so you have Donnie Marie Celebrity Talk Show. It only lasted for two years. I think people just either weren't didn't like their vibe together. The thing I don't know. I didn't see why I canceled, but I don't know I why I canceled. It. I thought it was fucking great. I it was still so funny. It, right. And they, I loved them. They always have really great musical talents on, and a lot of like music talents that you wouldn't really have heard of, of like otherwise like they had obscure names on some like obscure talents yes and things like that and then they went on to like their vegas show right yeah so it was yeah i mean so like they they're not hurting <laughs> no no they were never <laughs> hurting because as we know, like, like they were, you know, Johnny Marie, the singers when they were teenagers. Yeah, and then the Osmonds had their own band. Yeah, a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. so they're, they're not hurting family. Yeah. They were like the White Jacksons at the time, basically, kind of. The White Jacksons. Well, no, because there was the Osmond family, and then the no, two of them off. Like, it's the, it's the equivalent. They would have been, like, the end sync oh. to the Backstreet Boys. Right. Like, it's Osborne's the, to fucking Jackson the, 5. The Beatles to the Rolling Stones, I yeah. think, at the time. Like, yeah, it was the... It was that they were the family band. They were the family band yeah. at the time. And then the Partridge family, although they were a fake family band. Still. So. And the Brady Bunch. Like. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, that was there. Yeah. That was so the we're talking thing. about like the verse, like the comparisons. The verses, yeah. 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 Um, and then we've got, these ones just got kind of breaking down. Joan Rivers ran from 89 to 93. Celebrity talk show. Joan Rivers. I, it's just Joan Rivers. You know? I, okay. There, Joan Rivers is what I guess was um, an oddity. Yeah. For lack of a better word. She was like she was one of those people that like either she really annoyed you or you liked her. Yeah. I liked her. There were some there were some things about her that I found obnoxious, but she's a comedian at first, right? Like she's the first comedian. Comedian. And but then once her daughter Melissa got involved, I was like, oh fuck you, Melissa. Yeah. So she was annoying. Because I was watched Celebrity Apprentice when they were on it together. And uh, I remember when Joan Rivers was on an episode of America's or America's. Yeah, America's Next Top Model. Yeah. Um, and they she they had to like interview her or something like that, and she would like 
rip them apart like in a funny way oh. like that was a horrible darling that was like she, not how you interview someone she and was savage she was brutal but so was janice was in, dickinson though yes but she was in the industry for so long so she was yeah kind so of she a, knows kind of allowed yeah. to be savage and she knew what she was talking about yeah um then next was rolando 94 to 97 yeah i remember rolando Daytime yeah. show. at the time it was a replacement for the less brown show i guess that one only didn't do up good in the radio like the name les brown like yes Les. Okay. yeah went on hiatus um and she was actually a senior correspondent originally before this for Inside Edition. Oh, nice. That yeah. was a show I watched quite a bit. Right? I, my sister was into all of those hard copy Inside yeah. Editions. My oh, my God. I was fucking Access Hollywood. Yeah. Like, Entertainment Tonight. Oh, my God. I fucking oh, ate that yeah. shit up. Um, I was obsessed with celebrity in Hollywood. Yes, she was. Oh. And after. And I after. feel like so, I wasted so much fucking time. <laughs> being so involved <laughs> in celebrity Well, see, lives. here's the thing. Here's the problem. If YouTube and Instagram and all of this influencer culture actually happened when we were young like if our if yeah. we had like because we were the face we were the beginning of facebook and social media so we didn't yeah. have a lot of this stuff so if we actually had this at the time do you realize how famous of like we could have been a perez Hilton, like influencer stuff yeah. we could have been if we had of yeah yeah because we yeah. had all of this stupid information and knowledge and critiquing and stuff if only we had gone to this 20 years ago i think i would probably uh social media while i was in high school probably would have been to the death of me because <laughs> i you don't think i don't have a filter now this is somewhat controlled compared to when i was a teenager but yet you never got your ass kicked which no, is kind I of did funny not. although I, I did probably because i was a well, big girl in high right. school yeah people and i was like i was tomboyish. intimidating i had short hair i was no, much for like lack a of tomboyish but you were very you I definitely was, i think i was more boy and like people knew i had a girl. temper i was like i'm not trying to like people slow up or anything i just I don't know, like, yeah, no, I'm shocked nobody fucking decked me in high school. Right? Like, I'm surprised. Yeah. Anyways, next we had Carney Wilson, ran from, it was just one oh, season. Oh, yeah. 95, 96. Of Wilson Phillips fame. Of Wilson Phillips fame. There yeah. was actually a Brian Wilson's daughter. That season, that there cool. was many shows that started, and the hosts were first-time hosts. Mm-hmm. But hers had the highest rating of all of those shows. However, it was not enough to keep her going, and she was replaced by the Rosie O'Donnell show. Huh. Right? right? That was yeah. what replaced her? That's huh. what replaced her. I thought that was kind of Sorry, interesting. Sorry, Carney, but I, I like know. Rosie better. I agree. I mean, like, why couldn't you're they fabulous, just, but why couldn't they just moved her to a different time slot and, and then you know put Rosie or something? You know, anyway. So then, lastly, I guess in the kind of U.S. sort of realm here, I have that I kind of looked up majorly on Howie Mandel show. <laughs> I love this one. It only ran from '98 this to '99. This one was so good. I love Howie Mandel. Yes, it was on NBC. It was a television variety show, so it was actually kind of. Sort of in the same vein as The Tonight Show, yeah. but in the daytime. Yes. It's kind of the sort of what they were kind of going for. And it was taped in the same studio as Johnny Carson's Tonight Show. Mm-hmm. They had like kind of the studio one band that was in the house. He would kind of do an opening monologue and they always had two celeb guests and a musical act. Mm-hmm. Ran in the daytime. Uh, his first guest, which I thought was kind of funny because it was Ellen's first guest as well, was Jennifer Aniston. Interesting. Right? I thought that was huh. a cute, fun little thing. And Sorry. Britney made her first performance appearance on this show in 99. Really? Yes. That's fascinating. So for us, because we love Britney, and Britney is Yay. amazing. That was very a fun fact. She's amazing. Amazing. She's amazing. balls. And we hate what's going on in your life right now, Britney, with your boys, but you do you, girl. Mm-hmm. You need to. You deserve you better, but freedom. you hang on. They'll come around. You, you have your freedom. Fuck you, K-Fed. Right. So now in our Canada realm, we have Canada AM, which ran mm-hmm. on CTV from 1972 to 2016. 
Um, 2000, so this is where I was going to go. In 2000, so this actually normally ran from 6.30 to about 9, nine o'clock, I believe it was. Yeah. It was basically yeah. a news program was, mixed with a talk show. A little bit of talk show, a little yeah. bit of celebrity information Did they do the weather? They, they did the weather. weather. Yeah. yeah, it was all of those morning type yeah. things. Um, it, it was kind of like a Good Morning America. Yeah, it was yeah. very like a Good Morning America, Good Morning, or the Today Show, just yeah. in Canada's version. So in 2000, they decided they wanted to try their own version of Regis and Kelly, adding mm-hmm. in Coffee Talk at the end of the program, which ran from... I'd watch it just because it has coffee in the and title. They, and they actually took Regis and Kelly off of their programming schedule that, during this time. So it ran from 9 to 10. So this was supposed to be like their... Interesting. Like, yes. So it was taken off, and they were going to replace. They were going to replace it with coffee talk. Would that not have like gone against a contract of some sort? No, not always. They would. So they could probably. I feel like there's some kind of syndication things where they can, uh, like you know, pick and choose, pick and choose type uh-huh. things because they're not made here. They're you know. Uh-huh. But it was brought back in 2001 because Regis and Kelly was getting such great ratings because this was around the time when Kathy had left. And Regis was by himself for a bit and mm-hmm. stuff, so the ratings weren't the greatest. And then, and then Kelly, Kelly came in, and people were and quite she sure she would have brought in a lot of her All My Children fans. Yes, and but at the same time, she was Haley on All My Children. I wasn't a big fan of her at first when she came in. I was like, this girl's kind of like a little irritating, annoying. I don't know. It took me a bit to warm up to Kelly Ripa. I found because she would always talk about her husband or things like like she was just. Who was also on All My Children, by the way? <laughs> so, <Kelly> met. <laughs> so it was just like there was a lot of. At first, but I eventually I came around to her. So yes, it started to get better in the ratings, and then so in two thousand and one they scrapped it. Mm-hmm. Weekends they would have a best of Canada AM on Saturdays, mm-hmm. yeah. so it would just kind of run I think for like an hour or so, and just kind of give you the best of the week stories. A recap. Oh, the highlight reel kind yeah. of like, okay, um, yeah. Saturdays for those who might not have watched it or just I'm gonna say no because Saturday mornings I was watching cartoons. Right, exactly. doesn't matter what age I was, that's what I was watching. Yep, and so like I said, it well ran, into my early twenties. It originally ran from six thirty to nine thirty, and in January two thousand and eight, yep, they decided to have a format change to a six hour run from six to twelve. And then they added in a West Coast team. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of get where that extra third hour kind of came in. Yeah. Right? Three hours came in. You know, yeah. have the morning people, the West, the East, like the East, Middle, West to the West. Uh, but then June of 2008, they scrapped the extra three hours because the ratings just weren't there or nothing like that. It seems like, I don't know, I just, how do they expect to have good ratings when like your show is fucking six hours long? Yeah. Who is going to fucking watch that every goddamn Saturday? Right. Like, well, every, every day. day, every day, yeah, like fuck. Like the only people who would watch that is maybe old people, but it's like the only people, like the East Coast people, will watch or like stay-at-home parents would maybe have it on in the background while they pilled around the house. But not only stuff. that, like you're gonna have you're you're gonna have the same kind of ratings just depending on your work because you're only gonna have the people who work in the East as soon as they go to work, they're gonna turn it off and go like they'll watch yeah. it before work, and then you're gonna have your West Coast people who are gonna watch it before going to work as well. So yeah. like your ratings are not gonna they're gonna be maddeningly inconsistent, they're, or they're gonna be relatively the same across all the hours because. People are leaving and going to work and stuff like yeah. that. So you're not going to get an increase or a spike. I agree. So the hosts, now there's been a bunch over the years, but our prime ones I decided to go with were Valerie Pringle. Oh, yeah, Valerie Pringle. From 92 to 2001. Yeah. Dan Matheson mm-hmm. from 95 to 2001. Mm-hmm. Lisa LaFleur. Shout out to Lisa. You go, girl. Because she started at CKCO Kitchener. Yes, so she we did. always loved her. And then, of course, obviously the, the new controversy or whatever with CTV getting rid of her yeah, from the national her. news. And 
City News picked her up during yeah. the Queen coverage. So she's so, going to be covering all things royalty. Yeah, so at the moment she's covering all things so royalty. Awesome. And we'll see where she goes. We from got here. you, girl. We yeah. are never turning CTV on again. I deleted my CTV app. I've never had CTV. Mm. I never really watched it, but I fucking deleted it. Yep. Fuck you, CTV. Yep, never really is my CTV. You app. lost so much fucking support. So she was only on for two Bad years. Bad move. 2001 to 2002. Uh, and then Seamus O'Regan is. Seamus O'Regan. Right? Uh, he was adorable. He ran from he was 02 so to 2011. Cute. And then Beverly Thompson, 2003 to 2016. Mm-hmm. And it actually ended in 2016. Can I just make a side note? I'm pretty sure it's on. it was on CTV that uh, uh, Tom Knowlton from Camp Caribou oh, okay. was the weather guy. Oh, Did okay. you know that? Because it was Mark and Tom who ran like yes, Camp Caribou. Yes, and then on CKCO, do you remember when Ross from uh, Yes, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yes, was he our was doing the guy? weather as well. Yeah. yeah, he was the weather guy. He yep. was the weather guy. Yeah, so, he was the student bodies as well. Yes, student yeah. bodies. This was after. So he did how he did Are You Afraid of the Dark and then Student Bodies and then after Student Bodies was when he With, came when and he did the newscasting. The, yeah, newscasting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the good old <laughs> days. Um. So then next on City TV. We had breakfast television. Um, I didn't, my notes are in here. Because um, like you came when I was doing the notes. So I didn't get to finish my note taking. My bad. Sorry. Hey, I texted and called. You didn't fucking answer. Well, no, I went upstairs and I was I was taking a break from the notes. And then that's when you called. <laughs> I was like, I need to get away from these for a few minutes. Um, so it premiered in September 9th, 1989. And it is still going to this day. The original hosts were Anne Romer, so like yesterday was its anniversary. Yeah, yesterday was its anniversary. September 9th was its anniversary. Good on you. Mm. Um, I wonder if they did something. Maybe they did. Um, and music VJ Steve Anthony would come in, which was kind of funny. Uh, who was the guy? So Dina Pugli Pugliesi is that was was her name? Where's the Where are you looking here? Dina Pugliesi. Do you not remember? You remember her, right? Dina. Uh, yes. I I can't remember how to say her name. So she was on it, and then who was? Yeah, her. Okay, yeah, remember her? her. Yeah. yeah. So she was the host for the last I don't even know however many mm-hmm. years. Um, oh, she is still even on it. Um, and who was the one before her? I don't know. You do the notes, remember? You do. <laughs> he was on it forever. Oh, Kevin Frankish, that's the guy. No, nope, couldn't tell one. you. No, you'll you'll recognize him because he was also on CP twenty four a lot. Oh, okay, I just remember yeah. his name. Yeah. Yeah. So Kevin yeah, Frankish was on from '89 to 2018. Wow. Forever. Good so for you, what, bro. Right. He was. That's longevity. He was the one that I remember forever. Tracy Moore was a reporter and a fill-in news anchor from 20, 2005 to 20, 2007. Who was in, who was one of the City Line? Who was another show we will mm-hmm. mention? And I, I did we do mention the last one or do? We... I don't know. It's been a while. Is it in my list? City yet? Line. I don't know. Probably not. I don't. Oh, it is in my list. Okay, it is, is in my list here. So, City Line, we will talk about next. Um, he was on that. So, and Duke, Dina Pugli, Pugliese has been on it forever as well. Um, she's been the host with Kevin Frankish forever, and then now it is Devo Brown and Sid Sex Sexero. I'm not sure. It's a S E I X E I R O. Yeah. Sorry if I bastardized your name. I'm sorry. We are trying here. Um. Bastardized. Yeah, and so it was on. It was kind of like I guess not the rival, but the the rival to City TV. But this one was definitely more new. I I didn't watch this one as much because it was more it was more newsy. But they were just kind of sitting in a studio. Just seemed more newsy versus like talk or celebrity. I found. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah. I never really watched it either. 
Yeah, this one wasn't over. Because there's just, I mean, this goes back to saying that, like, these talk shows, like, it was oversaturated. Like, there was way too many to fucking choose from. They were all on the same fucking time. Yeah. Like, you had to pick and choose your favorites because, like, you You just did. You couldn't catch them all. Yeah. They're like Pokemon. Right? Gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. So, yes, next we had, which was also on City TV. So, basically, up here we had made, for those who aren't in Canada, (laughs) um, City TV, CTV were our main two, and Global were our main three Canadian channels. channels. Those were the three channels you got on analog if you didn't have cable. They were like your ABC, CBS, and NBC, essentially, in Canada. Sure. The American networks. They're they're the equivalent. You could broadcast networks that kind of had... Your main the news. ones that everybody gets. Yeah, they would play the and they would play the American equivalencies on the shows. Yeah, they all had their new local news stations and things. So they were our kind of. Do you remember when TV used to end at the at the end of the night? Like all the channels. It's eleven o'clock. Where yeah. are your children? Yeah, do you and know where your kids are? And literally from eleven p.m. until six a.m., it was that. With, like, the rainbow-colored thingies on the screen, or sometimes it would just be the snow on the mm. screen. Yeah. Or you flip to the, the Scrabbled stations and you can watch Scrabbled porn. Yeah, Scrabbled porn. Scrambled porn. Scrabbled Scrabble's porn. a fucking board game. Late at night. Fuck. So. That's my old brain. When you had breakfast television or slash, co- I guess this would have been when Coffee Talk would have been on, City Line was on City TV. So it ran from 84 till now. It's actually still going. Never watched it. Um, uh, Danielle would watched it from time to time when we were homesick. Danielle liked watching this one. She when Marilyn Dennis was on, um, so I would catch it because they they would do um, it was in a studio and they would have it was definitely kind of more female based. They would have like makeover Fridays, I think it was, and they would have like fashion people coming in and talk, or they'd have like people coming in and talk about like patio, like how to set up for your summer patio furniture. And, yeah, like, my know, mom watched it. Like yeah. a lot of those kind of so, stuff. Like, so like I kind of watched it by proxy. Yeah. Because my mom watched it. Yeah. So you kind of got a lot of those topics out of this one. So like they'd have someone come in and they would show you like, she's like, oh, this year's fashions. And then they'd have a few models coming in and they'd show you different pieces you where you can buy I them. And I hated or... the fashion episodes. <laughs> like of almost, She was not a fashion girl back then. Like of so. almost every fucking talk show that did like fashion runway, unless they were like extravagant outfits, like like the drag queen fashion shows on like Jenny Jones and Ricky Lake, those were awesome because those costumes were fucking ridiculous. Well, you said costumes, but not no, but like in general, like unless they were like ball gowns or something. But if you're just doing like everyday fashion shows, kind of like of everyday clothes, like yeah. yawn, right? Fucking Snortown. So God. um. The original host of this was Deanie Petty um, from 84 to 89. Do you remember? And then she went to fashion No, because television. I was all of a year to no, 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 six but years old. Deanie Petty later went to, if you remember her from fashion television. What did we just finish talking about? I stuff? What? Uh, I don't like fashion. So I would no, not have watched fashion television. But there was always like the commercials or they would do snippings on much music every so often. She would put it, they would like put in every, because she might have interviewed very selective sight. <laughs> she had like the dark black hair. I chose not to see those oh, things. Okay, all right. But oh yes, the dark black Bob. Yeah, yeah with the bright red lips. Yes. Yeah, I see? know you're talking. I knew you'd yeah. know her. I knew you'd know yeah, exactly who Dee Petty is. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah, I knew. Now it's all coming flooding back. <laughs> euphoric recall. Oh my god, it had like the black Although and white. For you, that's not euphoric. <laughs> it had the black and white like yin and yang ft yep. thing as FT. it's like yep, as yeah. its symbol. Yeah. Uh, Marilyn Dennis was the long running. She had great glasses. Host. She did too. She, she had amazing glasses. glasses. She ran, and she was also on Chum FM yeah. as well. She reminds me a little of Sally Jesse. 
little bit. Yeah, she it. was kind of sort of. She ran from eighty nine to two thousand and eight, and so while she was also doing the show, like I said, she was a morning host for one hundred four point five Chum FM. Yeah, she was on two shows. Roger, Rick, and Marilyn. Roger, Rick, and Marilyn. Roger, Rick, and Marilyn in the mornings, and then Tracy Moore took over in two thousand eight until today, because it is, uh, I believe, still going to present. To present. <laughs> And then Deanie Petty actually tried to have her own talk show for one season. Oh, no. Actually, she did have one, apparently, for 10 seasons. Hold on. Did I did I write that down right? Was it 89 to 99? Hold on. <laughs> but, yes, she did have her own talk show as well. Um, yeah, eight seasons. So 89 to 99, she had her own talk show. So she left City Line to do the Deanie Petty show and fashion television, I guess, at the same time. All right, then. So she was doing the two episodes. I can honestly say I've never heard of nor probably ever seen the Deanie Petty show. I don't think I have. Like that, the logo, like the logo. CFTO TV. Does not even look familiar. That was Channel 4. Wasn't oh. it? Wasn't that Channel 4? No, that was CFMT. CFTO, that, I think. No, CFMT like... was 38. No, no wait. CMT. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. Canada's first one. Yeah, CFMT was Channel 4. Channel yeah. 4. Yes. That's how they. Uh, I'm not it's, saying this, guys, as it, this was what they broadcasted it as for the first few years. They eventually changed it to Omni, but CFMT actually broadcasted as Canada's first multicultural television. Yes. Yes, they did. Um, yeah, 899. Yeah, I've yeah. never watched it. Baton broadcast. I think this might have been Channel 10. That sounds more familiar. Yeah. CFTO, and then yeah. I think it might have changed to CHC. Yeah, because Channel 8 was, because 7 was City TV, 8 was French. Nine was a NBC because twelve and nine were the same channel. Eleven was an NBC. Or, what was nine? Nine and ten were always confusing to me. So I this think, might have been one of these. I it might have been was, I think ten was this one was CFTO. Yeah, and nine was I think another. Eleven was local NBC. Affiliate. Twelve was CTV. Thirteen was the TV Guide channel. Yeah, and fourteen was the Weather Channel, and then that changed to the seventeen. After and then years. 14 became Omni again. 24 was Omni 2, actually. 25 later. was YTV. Um, 20 and was Fox. drink, because we are off topic again, 29 guys. was much music. 36 was much more music. I and then, lastly, <laughs> was Camilla Scott, which ran from 96 to 98. Sounds really fucking familiar. The Camilla Scott show. She yes, had an episode with JoJo's Psychic Alliance on it. <laughs> JoJo's Psychic Alliance. Oh, you don't remember I I... JoJo's Psychic Alliance? This girl? Remember she had... Oh, yeah. I know that prop that anywhere. Yeah. So she had an episode. That looks familiar. So where, who's Camilla Scott? What does she I look like? I didn't remember this. Danielle actually was the one who told me this. So this huh. is Camilla Scott. Yeah. Danielle was the one who showed me this. Yeah. She kind of looks like Ricky Lake. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. A yeah. little bit. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah, I vaguely, vaguely remember that. Yeah. yeah. Danielle, like I said, Danielle was the one who told me this. The, no, like her logo thing looks very familiar, but the show itself. Uh, don't remember it either. Yeah. Hey, look, picture of the Berenstein Bears. Berenstein or Berenstein? <gasps> Articles are easy. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Why is that? Maybe there was something they did or that's something? That's so weird. It says TV series. I know. That's why I'm... Did they do 96. an Earth Girls Are Easy TV series? But it says Camilla Scott show 96 to... 90. Unless it was just like a... Someone just posted things and they're stupid because that people, I guess, do that on IMDb. Uh, okay, I'll look at it after, but... Anyways. Yeah. Um, so then we didn't watch these, but I figured we might as well mention them just because some of our listeners may have possibly have watched them. There were two... Christian or faith-based oh, morning right. talk shows yeah. that were out. 100 Huntley Street was the Canadian Christian talk show, which started in 97 and mm-hmm. is still going. 
And then there is the 700 Club, which has lasted for fucking ever. <laughs> U.S. Christian Talk Show is ni- uh, 1966, and it is still going to this day. Good for them. We don't have much to say about it, guys. I'm sorry, because we, we didn't watch. I honestly, like, I couldn't even tell you what they were. Like, if you had asked me back then, like, going through the TV Guide channel, I'd be like, oh, what's 100 Netflix show? I don't fucking know. I just knew it was on there all the time, yeah. but I never knew what it was. And then I, but then I, I, I saw what, it was on Vision. Yeah. I think it was 27 or something like that, or 24 or something. 23, I think. 23. It was 23. 23, maybe. Yeah. So. 22, maybe. Yeah. So it was one of those. Either way. Didn't. Went past it. I knew it was something. Yeah. We just clicked past it. We just clicked past it. Didn't see the interest. Yeah. Um, so last ones were just kind of, again, random, random ones. I didn't really find much info per se on them, but they yeah, were, they were kind of just thrown in there. Thrown in there. Because there's a couple that I wish oh I had. Oh my God. I remember Tempest. <laughs> oh, I totally remember Pen- Tempest. There was the that Roseanne was show, which ran from 98 to 2000, which followed up after her sitcom end. And it was actually the first to film digitally and would have web chats throughout the show. Yes. So I thought that was kind of interesting. She was kind of like uh, the first one to use a lot of di- like digital recording and mm-hmm. then technology into her show. Mm-hmm. The Suzanne Powder show, yep. that blonde haired yep. woman. Blonde hair with buzz cut. Yep. Yep. 94, 95. Discussed. Like super like positive and influencing. Yeah. And a lot of motivating and, and things yeah. like that. Discussed current issues and news pertaining to women. Yeah, super health fit. Yep, yeah, super health fitness. Uh, fitness. Jones and Jury. Never heard of it. Uh, I think it was uh, Star Jones after she left The View, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. And then there was Richard Bay Show. Again, this one I didn't hear of, so I, was, I don't know but the I Richard just, Bay Show either. Neither. I just heard it, saw it on the list, put it down because you know it's what I do. Hmm. I don't know. Doesn't look familiar at all. No fucking clue. Oh, non-traditional arbitration-based reality court show presided over by the former Brooklyn prosecutor. Star I did not Jones. know Star Jones was a DA. I knew she was some kind. I didn't know she was Good DA, but her. I knew she was some kind of lawyer when she was on The View. Oh, damn. I just didn't know what she was. So yeah, she had that one. Um, the Mark W. Wahlberg show. Uh, like as in Marky Mark? I don't think so, but I don't know. Like why else would he fucking throw in the W? Right? But yeah, uh, that was, I was like, I couldn't find, that's why I was like, I need to find information. I couldn't find information. I wasn't too sure. Well, where did you hear about this? It was on a list of talk shows from the 90s on oh. Wikipedia. Or whatever. Well, you just searched Mark W. Wahlberg show and, and nothing, nothing came fucking up. came up. So that tells you what it is. The Gabrielle Cartieres show. Do you remember that? Yes. When she left uh, 90210 and then yeah. her, she had her own Gab- talk show. Yeah, I didn't watch it because I, I found Andrea Zuckerman obnoxious. Yeah, I agree. So but I just didn't care for her. Agreed. Uh, but I, I remember I do remember it being on and she was wearing power suits a lot in it yeah I, I mean good that. for her all the power to her just it did not interest me it didn't interest me yeah Chevy Chase tried to have a morning talk show and it lasted all of two weeks surprise because people just can't stand Chevy Chase especially that early in the morning because oh my god is he an asshole yes exactly it's the reason why he got kicked out of every all of the shows and stuff he's in anyways. Uh, uh, yeah. anyway moving on like I said Tempest uh, Suzanne Summers mm-hmm. show yep. and Tony Danza show. Yeah, the Tony Danza. Yeah, is that Tony Danza? Hold me closer, Tony, Tony Danza. Danza. Yeah, so he had his own little talk show there for a bit as well. Interesting. Some of them lasted some seasons, some didn't. Yeah. You know, but yeah, like I said, there's a lot, as you can tell, a lot of these markets between the afternoon, the daytime, the 
even late night evening talk shows. There's the a viewers lot of... were there, obviously. Yes, like, the viewers were the there. The viewership was well, there. Well, you got to remember, in the '90s, there was nothing. '90s and 2000s, there was nothing else to do. We didn't have streaming. Not everyone was off in all of these places. We didn't have our phones to keep us busy. Or and stuff Hollywood and... basically told you what you wanted. To, like, I mean, obviously the ratings would direct what would stay on, but they essentially told you what they what they think you want. Yeah. And put it on TV. And, and shoved then, it in your face. And shoved it in your face. Yeah. And then you basically didn't watch it for them to change it. But I think that's why there was so much stuff because, and that was what was great about it is because it had variety. Yeah. Like you didn't have to watch oh, Ricky I mean, Lake or Jenny Jones or Montel if you didn't want to. And I mean, like it's not the variety yeah. that we have now. Because keep in mind, but... while these talk shows were going on, there were like, there are like other shows on that were like, you know, because I think what Price of Right was on at 10, wasn't it? Because Jenny Jones was on right after it at 11. Yeah. Price is right. Yeah. Um, sometimes. And, and then Jones, I think Jenny Jones and Ricky Lake were on at the same time. Well, and it was the same thing with Maury Povich. They were on at 11 and 4. And that's not even a, that's something that's totally even a different episode in all of itself of the game, daytime game shows daytime, as well. Yeah. That were on. Showcase showdown. Right? Yeah. Like you said. So we've got, yeah, you know, Price is right. You know, Family Feud. Deal, Family Feud. Yeah. And all of those. Lo- there was lo- there was lots to watch like not like nowadays where there's fucking oh my endless- god now it takes you fucking days to just find something to fucking watch yes because speaking of so I started content I started binging workaholics it's actually really fucking oh funny. my gosh it's so, so funny I'm sometimes so, so glad well, I listened to their it. I listened to their podcast and I didn't have a way of streaming it because I didn't have any of the streaming services yeah but then my friend Kayla at work she gave me her crave uh, so okay. I started watching I have, it I have to else crave yeah like so like I like I started watching it and I was just like oh my god the show's so fucking it's funny so it's so funny. fucking so me and Kevin and then it. We're, we should probably go back and watch it again. And we're, we're watching gonna, Cobra Kai right now because it just came out. We're going to start season five Cobra Kai tonight. Yeah. We just started so, it last night because it just came out. Yeah. yeah. Well, Aaron and the kids are waiting for me to get home so we can start it. Wow. Well, now I'm going so, to delay the movie. Well, it's, it's going to take okay. any longer because when I get home, Aaron's taking Aiden out for a driving lesson uh-huh. in my new car. Well, technically it's Aaron's car, but still. Yeah. Drink off topic. Drink off topic. Well, I guess we're almost at, yeah. well, we we're at the end, I guess. We're almost at the end, so yeah. it is off topic, but it is also just, you know, mm-hmm. gabber at the end. All so. right. So um, next episode is going to be a part three of our series. I guess we got to do... I mean, we've done afternoon, day... We kind of we should have done daytime, afternoon, then nights, but we kind of went... We kind of went... Flip-flop. We flip-flopped a little bit. That's okay. We don't so, uh, yeah. yeah. Or so, we should have done nighttime and then done daytime yeah. and thrown it all out of yeah. fucking loop Just all over the all place. All out of whack. All out of whack. So, yeah. So, I think next time we're going to be talking about all those late night talk shows. Yep. Like then, Letterman, Conan. Then, and then we'll have some guests coming up in a couple of weeks as well, too, mm-hmm. and stuff. We have some fun, fun episodes coming up. Yes, we do. Yeah, we'll have some fun guests coming on talking about some, some stuff and, yeah. Way to be big, Steph. We got boy bands. We got Buffy. We got what's another? Oh yeah, we got a lot of. I should have figured out a third B. Bunnies. Buffy's boy bands and bitches, witches, because we'll probably talk about Hocus Pocus too. Because by the time by the next episode's come out, it'll be October. Because we didn't fully talk about Hocus Pocus last year. We did not. We we didn't do a full episode. We only touched on it in our Halloween episode. It is also because it's ninety three, so technically it's out of our thing. But I think we can make an exception just because the sequel's coming out. Right. So. And I mean, Hocus Pocus is a huge part of millennials' lives, it regardless is. how it, it came is. out before 95. And Thora Birch is a millennial. And I really think that our listeners would super appreciate it. I mean, yeah. Like, like yeah, you just we, listen to them screaming, yes, please do a Hocus Pocus episode. We See, do, I, can, I can hear you. Because by this time, <laughs> we're, we'll be in October by the time these, like, we're done these next couple episodes as well. So, yeah. We, yeah, maybe we'll, maybe that'll be our Halloween episode. We'll be married by then. <laughs> 
How does that make you feel? Old. Oh. Why do I have a feeling Aiden is gonna like comment on my oldness in his like in his groomsman speech? Okay, I'm gonna end this because I have a funny story to tell you. About okay. Class. Uh, on that note, you can find us on the socials. You can find us on Spotify. Please comment, like, subscribe, and follow us, and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple, YouTube. Uh, visit us on our website at millennialspod.com and. Please love us. Like we said last time, we need your applause to live and we want your likes because we and need to know you love us. I feel like I need to apologize on Steph's behalf <laughs> by her little editing snafu in our last episode. I do. I apologize for that, guys. I didn't. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I mean, you didn't miss much. Just the intro. Just wasn't the intro. wasn't a lot. So I, just I, apologies. I accidentally it happened. Technology lapsed. is awful sometimes. Yeah. I lapsed the in, yeah. intro, intro and outros on top of each other by accident. Mm-hmm. My apologies. Even if we've done this for two years, we can still make mistakes, guys. Yeah. Almost two years. Not quite there, but almost yes. two years. Yeah. Oh, oh, that make you feel. Almost. Oh, oh, because you're tapping. Sorry, guys. Tap, 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 tap. Okay, and on that note, we are going to say goodbye. Stop drinking out these goodbyes. And uh, hope you're not too drunk or go have a nap because we got off of topic a lot on this one. Yeah, sorry about your liver, guys. Enjoy our drinking games. Yeah. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Yep, peace. See ya.